0: Thank you for joining me on Living Encouraged with Eileen. At Living Encouraged, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and empowering you to realizing your goals, dreams, and visions in faith, family, and career. Every message shared here with you is Biblically based and will empower you with the Word of God. Hi, I am your host Eileen Bocanegra, Christian Life Coach. Bible teacher and author of My Journey with God. I am so excited to be sharing this encouraging message with you today. Hey, you guys, I am so happy to be here with y'all today. I want to talk to you about stepping into your season. Today's title is Step Into Your Season. And we're going to look at Esther 414. And it says, and who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Have you ever felt like you just aren't sure you are where you need to be, where you should be? You look back and you think, man, I'm already 30 years old and I'm still not where I expected to be. Well, when I was going into my 40s, people were asking me, hey, what do you want to do when you get into your 40s? I hadn't hit 40 yet and I was just months away. And all I kept saying was, I don't know what I want to do when I'm all grown up, when I get..." grown. I don't know what I want to do. I started to feel like I still hadn't found myself. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like you just haven't found yourself yet? You haven't found your voice yet? Well, that was totally me. Here I was getting into my 40s, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I was working here and there, you know, different jobs, but I didn't have a actual set career that I was just focused on. I just kind of did a little bit of everything. And I was still lost in my identity trying to figure out who I was. What did I want to do? Where did I want to go? How far did I want to get? My goals were just so sporadic here and there that I didn't have anything that was actually concrete that I had written down, that I had a vision board on. Instead, here I was going into my 40s contemplating what I wanted to do with my life. But God showed up, shook me to the core, and just showed me a whole different plan, His plan. Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven says, "'For I know the plans I have for you,' declares the Lord, "'plans to prosper you and not to harm you, "'plans to give you hope and a future.'" And guess what? That's exactly what God did. God had renewed my hope. He showed me a future, a future that I never anticipated, a future that I never fathomed and just thought, whoa, hold up God, okay, that is totally not me. I can't do that, there's no way. I'm not worthy enough to to do this. I haven't studied enough. I don't know the word the way, you know, people expect. How can I step into that season that you're calling me into? But just like Esther, God wanted me to take hold of the crown that he had already graced me with from the day that I was born. But little did I realize that this entire time that crown was sitting right before me, I just wouldn't pick it up and put it on and own it. I wouldn't step into my season. Every time God called me into ministry, I would get in it and then jump right back out. For whatever reasons, I was too busy caught up in my own life, trying to live life my way, thinking my way was the best way. It was the greatest way possible. Why? Because I felt like, well, I can have fun. I can do all these things. I don't need to step into that season. That's not who I am. But I was too busy allowing myself to hear those negative voices from others, those voices that were saying, you're not qualified. You're not worthy enough. You're not adequate to be teaching. That's not who you are. You've made too many mistakes. Have you found yourself in that season? Have you found yourself surrounded by people that are just constantly pulling you down, literally draining your battery? Well, I was like that. I had the few that would encourage me and that would push me and I'm so thankful for them because although they were few in number, their voices stuck to me. Their voices had spoken louder to me that for all the negativity that I was hearing, it was those small whispers that were saying, yes, you can do it. You're great at it. Of course you can. And that is what pushed me. And and not to mention the fact that God had made promises to me. Promises that said that he was going to prosper me, not harm me. Why would God give me a vision? Why would God give me this dream if he was going to allow me to fail? You see... That's one of the beauties of when God gives you a vision, God gives you a goal, a dream, something that that is just fueled the fire within you. Know that God gave it to you with a plan for you to prosper, for you to take that vision and make it work. Why? Because he is going to equip you. His plan is that you would have everything and anything that you need to succeed in that vision that he's given you. And in the end, what do you do? You glorify his name. That's what happens when we take what God has given to us. He knows that the moment that we sit there and we succeed at whatever it is that he put in our heart, you know, that thought that's been nestled in your brain, in your heart, those dreams that keep shaking you to the core. Every time you wake up and you're like, why do I keep dreaming this? Why do I have this desire to write a book? Why do I have this desire to to publish a book about my prayers that I write down that are my own personal prayers? Why? Why do I feel this need, this desire to go back to school if I'm already in my 40s, why? You see, you can sit there and ask yourself all these whys, but the why is the bottom line. God has given you this vision. God has given you this plan. Why? Because he knows the plans that he has for you. And God just wants you to prosper. And he wants to give you a hope. And he wants to give you a future that's so bright that you're just going to be in awe when you stand there in all its glory. I look back at when God first put that book in my heart, my journey with God. I was in a different place at the time. My heart always belonged to God, but the rest of me, I was too busy thinking, ah, God, it's okay. I got it. You've got enough people that are doing far worse than me to take care of. But you see, I didn't realize how much I needed God in my life. And here I was at one church and every time I would go to church, I was feeling like I was missing, missing something. I felt like there was something missing. And I just wasn't getting it. It was almost like someone had served me a plate of food, but something was missing. And it was the main course. I had all these great sides, but where was the meat? Where was the main course? So I moved to another church and in the other church, I found the main course, but still something was missing. You see, I was seeking something and I couldn't figure out what it was. And it was that call from God. See, God was slowly calling me, but in the beginning, the reason I say slowly is because I slowly was hearing him. God was calling me, but I was barely hearing those whispers of a call because I hadn't opened myself up to God yet. So when God finally shook me and pulled me in, I listened, I heard him. And even then I waited an entire year why because i felt like i'm not qualified god come on there are far more qualified people here to be doing this but god kept saying no it's you you're the one that i want see sometimes god puts this dream in your in your heart and you sit there and you just wonder am i able to do this am i capable of doing that and you sit there and and you you start to allow fear discouragement to just kind of sneak in and rob you from what God's trying to tell you to do. God's already equipped you with all these gifts, these talents, but yet you've had, you've yet to discover them. You haven't used them yet. So you sit there and you discourage yourself. You sit there and you allow, allow the enemy to, to bring you down and to tell you're not good enough to tell you're not qualified. You allow your employer, your supervisor, your boss to talk down to you and tell you you're never going to make it out of this department. You're going to stay here and this is where you're going to end up at. You're lucky if you stay on another year. You're allowing somebody to sit there and intimidate you at school and tell you no one likes you. No one wants to be your friend. But you see, that's the enemy that's trying to tell you that you're just never going to make it out of wherever you're at. And that's not true. The truth is, is that you're far braver than, than what the enemy has let you to believe. You see, God has given you a spirit that tells you, it says in 2nd Timothy 1, 7, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of timidity. In other words, he hasn't given you a spirit of fear. He hasn't given you a spirit of, of feeling less than. If anything, it says, but of power and love and discipline, power. Do you see where I'm going with this? God has given you the power to overcome those negative thoughts that the enemy has creeped into your mind. God has given you the power to be brave. That's where bravery comes in. God has given you the power to be confident in yourself and in him. So whenever you're sitting there trying to figure out, well, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? Know that. There is a season for you that God's been calling you for. And it's time for you to be brave. It's time for you to step into your season. It's time for you to own it and take that crown, put it on and say, you know what? I am a king of God. I am a queen of God. And this is what I have been anointed and appointed for and step into your season. Whatever that season may be, whether it's to get back into teaching or become a teacher. Maybe you want to switch fields and you want to go from teaching to medical. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, believe that that vision he has given to you because he believes in you. He chose you, anointed you for that special gift and talent. So today, I want to remind you, step into your season. Step into that season that God has anointed you for. Step into that season that you haven't been equipped for. And trust in God. Trust that he is going to fulfill every promise that he has made to you. That promise to prosper. That promise to be in good health that promise to build that ministry, that promise to print and publish that book. Trust God. Trust God with those goals, those visions, those dreams that have been nestled in your heart for so long. Trust God and allow him to continue moving in you and be like Esther and step out. Even when it seems crazy, even when you're maybe new into that position, but you know deep down in your heart that there's something God's calling you to do now, step out, be like Esther, be brave, be courageous, and do something that's gonna shake your nation to the core. So I encourage you, step out like Esther, be brave, and don't allow discouragement to hold you back. And remember that don't stay silent, Don't stay quiet and hold on to those dreams because God is going to continue to shake you and rattle you to the core until you actually answer him. That's what happened with me. I took a whole year of saying, no, 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 I don't think so. I'm not qualified. Oh, no, God, it's not going to happen. But God shook me to the core. And because of that, I stepped into my season. When I stepped into my season, all those promises that God made to me, he's been fulfilling them one by one. And every month that passes, I sit here in total awe and astonishment at how wonderful God is, how merciful God is, and how much he has fulfilled in my life and the life of my husband and my children. I know that sometimes I have to step into my season and I have to do it even though I'm unsure. I do it anyway. And I sit there and I grab my pink yoga mat and I just pray to God, God, I'm gonna step into my season now. So I just ask that you direct my every step. And that's what you gotta do. Get on your yoga mat, get down on that floor, get down into your prayer room and your war room and sit there and ask God, God, lead my way, help me to step into my season. And I just pray that you just lead those steps that are before me. I wish you a wonderful week. And I just pray that as you step into this season with bravery, courageous, I pray that in all that you do, you find success. I pray that in everything that you do, that you go knowing that you have that spirit of power that lies within you that you tap into it, and that you activate that power that God has given you. And I pray that you have a blessed and wonderful week. I love you guys, and I look forward to talking to y'all again on next week. Bye.